listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! And welcome back to another edition of Woodsy's Club Tour. And I've got none other than three-time premiership winner, my good mate, Scotty Sorensen. How you going, mate? Good, good. Yeah, I'm cloud nine, Woodsy. It's, um, it's been good, eh, the last week? <laughs> Sober now. How are you feeling? Like, you've, had, you've had time to soak it in now. Do you take it in how like how good it is to be a three-peat? Like, no one else has done that. Yeah, oh, it's... It's honestly surreal. Like I'm still pinching myself. You know, like obviously people ask, like you know, you three, you know, how's it feeling three time, all that sort of stuff. And and honestly, it's surreal, man. It honestly hasn't sunk in yet. And yeah, just mate, it's just been unreal. Such an incredible feeling. Well, we can't wait to hear a bit more about it. But we'll get back to that later on. But um, firstly, we always talk about how we we first met. You know, whenever I do an interview with a, a current player. Yeah. Do you remember when we first met? Yeah. When uh, you come out of old mate's office, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there in the in the team meeting around the desk and talking with the coaching staff. And I just remember, yeah, like wait, I was just reading the paper, we're having a coffee, whatever. And then Flano's office is just behind. Yep. And you literally just open the door and walk out. And we're all like, what's he doing here? And then you're like, oh, hey, guys, how you going? Or whatever it was. Yeah, so I think that was probably the first encounter. It was a bit, uh, that was a bit It was weird. funny, yeah. Because yeah, like, it was like, there was talk I was going to come, wasn't going to yeah. come, and then, yeah, I got told to come down and had a meeting with Flano, and then I walked out, and I think, was it the spine meeting? Yeah, or that's you, it. Or, or something boys? like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a meeting or whatever I remember it was. just seeing yourself, Chatty, and yeah. the way I was, hey, yeah. hey, lads, how are we going? <laughs> yeah. And the next you know, we're in New Zealand. The yeah, next, next literally day. that week, basically, yeah. Hey? Yeah. And then yeah. I was room with Ara, but Big Sora come spend a fair bit of time in my room. Yeah, and we yeah, got to did. know each other, eh? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I was because well, we were just across from you. Yeah, and like you know, those, like the rooms where the doors are just yep. open between or whatever. And I was like, oh, I might go and have a chat to the big fella and whatever, because um, you know, you touched on you went to school with my brother yep. and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, yeah, go and go and have a chat to the big fella and a little bit of a fanboy there for a second. Oh, then we had yeah. a few coffees along <laughs> the way. We did bloody oath, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, it's been good fun. Next, you know, we're roomies together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ordering eggs and toast eggs at and night. Toast, and put stuff. the baby oil on your big rig. Oh, please. Something I do miss this I day didn't and see age. That one coming. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we'll talk about a bit of your career. So, local junior, Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, yeah, local junior, um, Cronulla Carimba Sharks. And, you know, I've noticed something down there as well. Yeah. The school board, what's its name? <laughs> the Scott Sorensen School yes. Board. Yeah, so uh, it's a nice touch. It's pretty special. And um, obviously, I have Huddy down there now, my, my oldest, um, running around under, under there. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty special, man. It's cool. And you come through all the grades, the twenties. You know, obviously, how Matt's SG ball. Yeah, how Matt's SG ball um, at Cronulla. Um, only played, I think, I only played like one or two games between yep. the grades, um, and then yeah, led into twenties and. Any boys play first grade? That- um, that I played with, yeah. I think it was just Michael Leisha at the time. Oh, yeah, um, There might have been one or two more. Oh, obviously, like le- leading in, uh, we had like Sione Masima. Um, yep. Who else was there? Um, Panani, Minamalili. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So those sorts of sorts Oh, beautiful. Of yeah. And then you crack it in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was a bit of a tough year for the club. Yeah. But you got a couple of games at the back end of the year. Yes. Like, obviously, all the, the peptides and everything that happened yep. at Cronulla, um, you know, unfortunately. So um, I just remember I was working at the, out at the airport and just lifting bags and all that sort of stuff. And I just got a call on the Thursday. Uh, yeah, listen, mate, you're making your debut this week. So I was just like chipping away in New South Wales Cup. Wasn't, you know, doing anything special. Just enjoyed playing footy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, got a phone call to, that I'll be making my debut. Who, who, who was the person behind the phone call? 
Um, James Shepard. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. a coach there at the time, um, going through it all. So, yeah, he just called and said, mate, you're playing on Saturday. So, and that was the Thursday. So, obviously, just straight there, Thursday training and the captain's run and then play on the Saturday. And what are you thinking, like, when you get that call and then, yeah. Obviously oh, I couldn't believe it, you, mate. You know, like, it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> like, I was just like, I like, you know, obviously, I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. You know, obviously, the, the club, there was a little bit of talk of, you know, like, a whole New South Wales Cup team basically fell straight into first grade. Yep. And then the next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call saying, yeah, you're coming off the bench on Saturday. And I was like. Do you remember anything from the game? That we got beat. Um, but, yeah, oh, look, man, like obviously a special moment playing with your, your best mates and yep. all that sort of stuff. And obviously, um, you know, having family there for your debut, um, obviously under the circumstances. But um, Was that Shark Park? Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, just as special. And I actually just had met Elle as well like the year before, so she was there for the debut as well. Oh, so wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then we played the last three games of the season. And, yep. <clears throat> you know, I had some some senior boys there like in the likes of Chris Hyington and Jeff Robson and Daniel Holsworth and all that sort of stuff. So, um they led the way and it was yeah it's pretty cool and so from that yeah obviously you didn't have a contract the next year with sharks no no so what happened there you you, you go to south sydney in january january, january yeah yep. yeah so it's just like i was just like sort of you know, bumming around there a little bit but like just sort of kept training and like in that taste of first grade obviously that's what you want to do that's yep. all i've always wanted to do and then yeah i got a call for a train and trial contract at south in 2015. How, how did you feel? Like, obviously, you played a couple of games of first grade, but yeah. then you sort of in a little bit of limbo. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, well, man, I just felt like I was just, I don't know, like I'd played and I wanted it more. So it was just like a it just set fuel, like fuel to the fire, man. It was yep. just like, okay, I've done it now. This is like unreal. Like, I want more. But, yep. you know, I need to get an opportunity in doing that. So um, it came up for a training trial contract at South and I just – Grabbed it. Did you have a meeting? With, was that when Madge was coach? Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, I didn't like really have any meetings or anything like that. Obviously, I got introduced to Madge yep. and the coaching staff at the time, but it was just basically like, yeah, sort of see you on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, yeah. and had you prepared yourself for what Madge's pre-seasons were like? Um, look, I obviously heard rumours about <laughs> it and obviously like they'd just come off the back of the, the winning the comp. Okay, yep. In 2014. Yep. So, you know, I felt like he was kind of like, all right, well, you know, work hard, train hard, mental toughness, all that sort of stuff. Um, led them to the premiership, kind of just fell straight into that. Like obviously, you know, you want to keep yourself fit and strong, but – yeah, some of the hardest training sessions I reckon I've ever done. So talk to us. What what, what made it so hard? Like, <laughs> what, what what about it was hard? Um, mate, just everything. Like, I suppose I was just fell into, or not fell into, but I was a bit, a little bit of a yes man. Like, I just yeah. wanted to do absolutely everything. Like, well, that's what good kids do. Yeah, yeah, I know. But just like you know, I was just like yes to this, yes to that, yes to that. You know, like I remember there was a few rehab boys, and they had a four o'clock training session of boxing in in the city there. And I was, yep, sweet, I'll do it. <laughs> and that was like four in the morning. Then we'd roll into, you know, a wrestle session at seven o'clock and then we'd roll into weights and then we'd roll into field. And then I was just say yes to everything. So, so, everything, so like everything. you boys have done a four o'clock boxing session mm. and now the boys haven't woken no. up yet. Yeah, literally. And, and was that like an intense session? Oh, a hundred percent. Like to the point where, you know, you get that feeling, your head spins, I need to go to the toilet and throw up. Like oh. it was... Yeah, intense. And would, would Madge do what we do? Or? Yeah, yeah, he'd jump in. Oh, so he'd he jump was in actually in there as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. And, you know, like I suppose in a way, just his mindset, leadership starts from the top or, you know, I need to set the way. And, and there's a few rehab boys that are in there as well that are working hard. So, and again, I was on a train and trial. So obviously yep. you want to impress, you want to be at your best. You want that opportunity. You want to sign that contract. So I was just, I'd, I was up for anything. And you also had like, so you've got obviously Sam Burgess. Oh, uh, he'd left. Oh, he'd, he'd left. left sorry. Yeah, or, yeah. or you got Glenn Stewart. He yeah. just signed in. He just signed there. Yeah. GI yeah. was there. GI, yeah. Was 
Tommy and, and George yeah, still yeah, they were still NL. there. Uh, obviously, Adam Reynolds, Dylan Walker, like all these boys. Yeah. Tim, Tim Grant? Tim Grant was there, yeah. How was yeah. it? Like, you go from, obviously, Sharks to had a lot of players were out with the scandal when you yeah. debuted and, and then mix it with those big boys each week in, week out. Did you learn much from those? Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, like I touched on, the training was hard. Like, you know, I was walking away from sessions, like, with my eyes hanging out and, like, you know, just absolutely battered and bruised. But, you know, you just thought, okay, like, if I want to be at that level and I want to play at that level, and all these guys that you just mentioned are at that level and they've just come off the back of winning a comp. So, yeah. you know, I was just like a sponge and just try, trying to take it all in. And, like, GI, oh my God, you know, he's the captain at the time. or And, um, obviously, Sato as well and... You know, I was just going, how good's like how good's this the position that I'm in, you know? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I've played with GI before, mate. He's, oh just, my god. It's man. a freak of nature unbelievable. what he does, isn't it? Unbelievable. And it's obviously that year you didn't obviously crack the first grade, but you were around. Um, you don't get offered another contract. So you go and so was was I right in saying you you're working full time on the Wolves? Is that right? Yeah, so I've finished up that season there. I uh, played obviously didn't have a crack at South, but played uh for the North Sydney Bears there. Yep. And then, then that was under Ben Gardner, who Yeah, was, Benny Gardner, who's my assistant now at Penrith. Wow, it's a yeah. small world, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's crazy. Well, it's just, yeah, it's crazy how it all works out. But um, yeah, so I was there with him. And then, yeah, again, same sort of situation. No real contract, no real anything. Um, Benny Gardner offered to, for me to like stay at the Bears and yep. thought like my um, leadership and, and growing as a player and a person would, you know, sort of thrive there. But then again, I was just at a decision. I was going, okay, like all right, let's be real. We're like, you know, do I really want to keep ch chasing the stream? Do I want to play footy or, you know? So I spoke to one of my friends who's working out at Port Botany at DP World at the Shipping Wharves. Oh, you're nice. So, um, yeah, he got me a, an opportunity to work there, which I absolutely loved. It was, you know, perfect for me. Um, obviously, uh, shift work and got paid pretty well too. So yep. I absolutely, yeah, enjoyed that. And I thought I just needed, yeah, like five minutes just to sort of figure out, you know, do I want to play footy or not? Yeah. So you go on there, then you sort of play – you signed up with Mounties? Yeah, yeah. So my manager said, look, mate, do you, do you just want – it was like June, July, August, yep. like mid-year. And my manager, Sam, was just saying – sent me a message and was going, look, look, are you interested in playing just some park footy? Like, so you've had, so you've missed the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you, you you actually fair income about like you just got away from footy for yeah, a bit? Yeah, yeah. Just wow. five minutes just to like just relax, want to earn a bit of money, save yep. a little bit of coin – and then, you know, my, and El was working out there as well. Yep. So, you know, we're sort of thinking, all right, like, you know, we want to sort of look into a house, whatever it is, you know. So yep. wanted to save some money and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, my manager sent me a message and just said, hey, mate, um, you know, do you want to play some park footy out at Mounties? We can get you some cash payments and, you know, just enjoy playing some footy again. So, yeah, I was just open for that and went out and started playing for the Mounties. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate, because it was Good honestly – you could have been lost to rugby league. Yeah, uh, yeah. Could have just been sitting on the wolves. Yeah, yeah, literally. Wow, it's yeah, just so yeah. far, like it's only the start of your journey. And mm. geez, you've gone through so much already, man. Yeah. So you obviously you got that opportunity at Mounties, and then you have a great back end of the season. Do you yeah. feel like you love it again? Like not that you fell out of love, but do you feel like being away from the game for that period of time it really gave you the Oh, the, very the much fire. so. It just like sort of made me like remember like, oh, like I love this game. Like yep. I love doing it. I've always been into sort of, you know, keeping fit, weight, staying strong, all that sort of stuff. But then it was like giving you the purpose behind that training. Yep. And and then I had a few mates who were out there playing as well. So it was just kind of like playing with your mates again and refreshing why you play the game and why you love it. No, it's a great attitude to have. And I know, obviously when I play with you in times, we could be going for a tough trot and you walk around with a smile on your face and you go, mate, we could be digging holes yeah, or literally. we could be on the walls, you know, working there. So, and then, so you have a great back end of the year and then you get offered a, a contract with the Raiders. So yeah. was, did Sticky come up to you or? Yeah, I just, um, 
yeah, so I just played a handful of games there and actually, well, the story behind it was like Ricky was just interested in who I was and where I'd come from and my story. And then, um, yeah, sort of one thing led to another where they thought, did you want to come back the back end of that year? 2016 it was and and just do a bit of training with the first grade squad and yep. um, yeah, absolutely jumped at it. And so you did the, is it the preseason with them or did you go with Canberra halfway through that year? So halfway through 2016, it was like sort of like August, September. Yep. And then signed on actually for the next two years, seventeen and eighteen. Oh, with Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and then yeah. and your debut for Canberra. Yes. Was against the old club. It was. It yeah. was against the Sharks. And then that's yeah. your brother in law's team, yeah, Chad yeah. Townsend. Yeah, yeah. So all I can remember, I know you're gonna ask me, what do you remember of the game or yeah, whatever like, it was? But like seriously, the well, way it worked out, out was crazy. And you've been out of first grade for two years. Yeah. So yeah. how was that feeling to know that you've got that rugby league, the NRL jersey back again? Yeah, it was awesome. It was the best. Like, you know, yep. everyone wants to play first grade and just to get back at, to that stage again was yes, yeah, is unreal. And yeah, it's just funny how that to be against Cronulla Sharks and you know, like obviously know everybody there and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I was really looking forward to it. And, and how was the family that day? Because obviously... Oh, got, mixed, emo- yeah, yeah. mixed emotions. Excited for us. Um, obviously, Chad, like, you know, especially my sister, obviously my biggest supporters, but then obviously Chad as well. So she was like, you know, had half a Raiders jersey and half a Sharks jersey. But, um, yeah, so it was yeah, it was, a, it was a really nice moment. And who got the chocolates that day? Cronulla. Oh, yeah. filthy, yeah, mate. Yeah. Filthy. So all I can remember the games running out and trying to put a kick pressure on Chad, trying to rip into him. And he's just go, thank you very much. Hit Groover short. <laughs> Louis went <laughs> Straight through and then picked up someone and they scored. Did so. he look at you when he ran past? Oh, I, oh, I didn't, but I knew he probably... He's not that, he's not that no, tall. No, he's, not, he's, but he's probably thinking, like, going, <laughs> beautiful, got him there. Bloody chatty. Yeah, um, so you said you signed So what you signed a two-year deal with, with the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. But then... Had an early release. Early so, yeah, I got had a, a phone call from Sam and said, um, uh, Cronulla are in, uh, interested if you wanted to come back. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was to, that, to come back for the 2018 preseason. Um, which obviously come back to Cronulla was, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to jump at as well. But in saying that, I was very happy at Canberra at the yep. time and really enjoyed my time under Ricky and had a conversation with him and he was just completely understandable and can re- could completely um, understand and respect, yep. you know, going back to Cronulla and um, he allowed me to do so. And yeah, the next thing you know, I'm back at Cronulla and running around for a preseason. Before we go into Cronulla, mate, so you spent what a year in Canberra? Yeah, but yeah, give what like eighteen months. Yeah, How was it not that. Like honestly, it's yeah, not a little much bit, sl- a little bit slow, a little bit of a different lifestyle. Obviously, I just wanted to get back to the you know the beach every weekend. Beach and yeah, exactly. Like you know, there's not so, much beaches down in. Nah, just no, no, lake, isn't nah, it? that's it. Yeah, so yeah, it's a little bit slower and stuff. I thought like I always talked to Elle about like maybe we had kids it might be a little bit different. Yeah. Like I would um, enjoy it a little bit more, but yeah, enjoy the enjoy the beach, mate. And then so 2018 preseason comes around. So back into 2017. Yes, yeah. You're back at Cronulla. You're back in the beaches. How is it the first day when you go back? And, is, it, is it same feel as when you were there in 2014, or was oh, it? Oh no, you could completely tell yep. how much the club had grown, and yep. you know, obviously staff had moved on and come in, and a hot, like players as well. So um, yeah, it was like a first day of school again. It was really? just like like. I can't believe I'm here. Like, this is crazy, you know? Like, this is, yeah, this is pretty cool. Get all your kit. And yeah, you know, it's like, it's like oh, back at the Sharks. Like, oh, this, is, this is mad, yeah. Were you, were you a Cronulla Sharks supporter growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, that's so, all I knew. Like, my mum being a shy girl, so that's, yep. that's all I knew was the Cronulla Sharks. And then yeah. so, obviously, the year starts off, you're in Newtown at the start of the season. So what year was that? 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newtown, yeah, yeah. And then I remember you, was it your debut? Was it your first game back against Penrith? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was at Shark Park. Talk yeah. to us about yeah. the highlight in that game. Yeah, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I just short ball off Moisar and um, 
sort of went through and stepped and stepped and stepped and I just saw the trial on and went through and carried on and enjoyed that one. That oh, cool. mate, that was a, I remember seeing that. Like, I obviously wasn't with you guys at that period. I was yeah. still, I think, Canterbury and then that trial was unbelievable, mate. Yeah, oh, that was, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, you know, playing at home on a Sunday afternoon, footy, yep. like, it was, it's, it's like the moments you dream of as a kid, like being a kid and watching guys do that sort of stuff and um, to do that at, yeah, at, at Cronulla, being the club I loved, on a Sunday afternoon and at Shark Park was pretty sick. And I remember, so when I did come, we spoke about earlier that we had like a bit of fun when I walked out of that team office, you know, when yeah. usually having a spine meeting. But do you remember when we were in, um, I was talking to Alva. Uh, yeah, So yeah. he's just come back from England and I was like, man, I got to interview Sorrow. And he, I go, can you remember anything about that first? Because I was room with Alva. Yeah. And he goes, mate, do you remember when um, we were just sitting there watching TV and he goes, oh, do you Here mind if I ask you this question? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean before when I said I was a little bit of a fanboy. Hey, well, I was just going, do you mind if I ask you some questions? Because oh, I had a stage like, I don't embarrass you, but just, you know, like obviously playing for Australia, New yeah. South Wales, all that sort of stuff. Like I wanted to know the stories, yeah, you know. Yeah. I wanted to know like um, you, you know, I think, winning this uh, New South Wales. and I think you also wanted to know why I left and then you were scared to ask it, weren't <laughs> Yeah, you? maybe that as well. Yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> but when you get to know, that. man, I'm an open book. I don't really care. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then that, that was – and I was like, Mate, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I kept saying, mate, do you mind if I ask you this? And <laughs> so, mate, ask whatever you yeah. want. Well, I didn't know you like that. <laughs> Obviously, that, like, you know, so, so personally. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just like the same. Like, I just wanted to know. I wanted to hear stories. I wanted to know, obviously, who'd you play with, yep. all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, I think we've had a few chin wags in our time, oh, big God. fella. But then, obviously, so 2018, you know, back into that year, you've you sort of pretty much cemented your spot in the, in the back row. You know, we lose Wado, you're starting back row, and like I, I tell everyone myself personally, but I think that was a missed opportunity that year. I th remember we were talking about yeah, like we were so yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Feel just like literally just for sure. I remember like we we spoke about like uh, losing the um, the roosters out there at Alliance. And, yeah, oh, we should have won that one. Um, but you know, these things happen, and um, you know, and then obviously going down to Melbourne, like uh, what a challenge that was, and that was that was awesome. But yeah, again, just unfortunately. Pulled up short, especially so. that time. Like we, we'd never been that far. No, like, well, either, yeah, hundred percent. That's you know? exactly like, right. And, and yeah, I remember when we were sitting having a couple of beers on Mad Monday. That was it, Stingbar, and something like, like that. It was one yeah. of those joints. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, hey, this is so could've close. Been, what like, could have been? Oh, but seriously. And then so obviously, and then because you had to play a certain amount of games that year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So in that contract, it was kind of like for 2019, how many games he plays, you know, I yep. guess your, your little upgrade and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it's funny, I just kept it between you and I. And yeah. like, you know, I'm going to get to this game, then I get this, and then I get to that game and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that was, that was just like nice. Like obviously playing first grade and that sort of stuff's what you want to do. But just those little things along the way, it's like sort of I, I remember, um, pretty funny. The last game you needed to get the up against the prelim. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Um, I remember because we were talking about it against Penrith, we, the, the semi final before. Yes, yeah. And we were up 18 0, and we we're like, oh, we, and then we get to 18 0. I know. Like, oh. I know. And I think Chatty, Chatty kicks Keep the, the field, field goal. goal. And I remember yeah. in the shed's going, hey, sorry, <laughs> yeah. next week, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was cool. That was funny. That was a funny That's, time. It's, it's funny the little things in, in contracts yeah, yeah, and that. Yeah. But, but yeah. That means so much. Like you, it does. you work so hard. And, 100%. And from where you were from, mate, you were on the walls. Like you were working. Mm. Now you've got a two-year extension. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, you know, we have that that period we just missed out on the grand final, like yeah. I just said to you. But then going into 2019, you know, the preseason was weird because remember we were going up to Christmas, we lost Flano. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was funny, yeah, like how you 
asked me about that sort of stuff and like it's yeah it's bringing back memories and yeah. that sort of time it was a real strange time like it was strange it that's was. the best way to put it yeah do you remember training a couple of times like like Johnny Morris and Jim Dimmick would be taking a session and then Flano was just like you could just tell other things were on his head yeah on his yeah. mind sorry yeah, yeah which was, you could completely understand yeah um, for sure it was just yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like you, you were training, but you're kind of going through the motions and you're thinking what's happening. You don't want to listen to outside noise. And yeah, it was just a mixed emotion. Uh, yeah, a strange time. And then I was actually talking to the club at the time about extending as well and being given that opportunity. And yeah, it was just, yeah, it's funny, funny times. And then right? they couldn't do much because they didn't know who the coach was exactly. going to be. Exactly. And yeah. yeah so, um, and then, you know, obviously players going, players coming. It was, yeah. So, and obviously wanted to sit down and have a chat with Flano. And the yeah. manager wanted to chat with Flano, but, you know, he's got things going on or whatever it was. Um, and the club, obviously, as well. So, um, yeah, I think you just, no, it was just, yeah, strange time. Man. And it was hard because Flano, you were part of Flano's plans too. And mm. then he gets thrown out and yeah. that just throws a big spinner in the works, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah oh, very much so. And like, you know, like we're talking about extending and staying and all that sort of stuff. And then that kind of got put on hold. I'm sure I wasn't the only player yeah. at the time. Like, you know, it was a club was in a tricky situation. Um, yeah. So, and then it just kind of all sort of came to a stop really. And then obviously we have John Morris comes in and, yep. you know, everyone's got different plans. For sure. You know, you're only limited to five games that year, I think. In, yeah. In 2019. Yep. But you probably don't. Say it as a huge highlight, but you captain the the reserve grade squad and yeah. you win the premiership there. Yeah, yeah, and like to to be um, frank, you know, like I know you're saying it was it was a, such a, like a cool moment. It was like the feeling of going back to the Mounties and and playing footy and enjoying again, yep. and how passionate those Newtown fans are. Like it's just next level, you know. Like it's it was so awesome, and you know, got to play with you know a few of the boys, and um, you know, like Jason McHugh comes back or goes back, and you know what I mean. So Didn't Greg Eastwood play as Greg well. Greg Eastwood was yeah. playing there as well, and um, obviously Toby Rudolph and Blake Braley and um, you know. Ronaldo and Sioni and all these players that have gone on. Yeah, it's was, it's was, it was just like a such a yeah cool experience, really really cool experience. Un, you mentioned a couple of those names. One name in particular, Toby Rudolph. Yeah. What was your first thoughts on Toby? Because like, I've had Ronaldo <laughs> in here, like we've spoke about it, and everyone's got a different opinion on Rudolph. Yeah, I feel like yeah, like at the time I, I just wasn't unsure. Different different character. I didn't I didn't know how to take him. I didn't know if you had a conversation with me if he was coming like coming or going or he was just so out there and such a big personality. And I was just like, you know, like where I'm a little bit of like a like to, you know, sort of structured and like to do my own thing or you know, like, yeah, it's just just crazy, like different personality in the environment, you know. So, you know, I was a bit like, oh, I might keep a little bit of distance from him, you know. <laughs> but, but it was um, hard for him as well. He was it, in oh, rehab. Very much so, yeah. You know, the poor bugger, he was like by himself in rehab and just on his ACL. And, and then, you know, he was trying to get like involved yeah. in the group and belong and all that sort of stuff. But I just really like remember one day when we went for a coffee at uh, Rushy's there, you, yep. him and I, and um, just sat down and just sit there and talk and have yep. a chat with him and get on his level or like for him to get on ours. So I, I could yeah, never get to I, his I, level. I was going to say, his yeah. level would be quite hard to yeah, get to. Yeah, for sure. But if we could get it halfway to his level, yeah, was, yeah. He's 100%. And yeah. then like he honestly, I was just like, oh, like you're the man, like you're a legend, like, you know, good bloke. Yeah. And you could tell like, how much of like a family person he was. Yeah, like you know? surprisingly. Like, bro, like he's like obviously his mum's massive, his brother, all that sort of stuff. And um, I felt like I sort of related to that side of him as well. Yeah. Um, and then obviously him coming back and playing with him at Newtown, I was just like, yeah, like he's a good he was like a character. He's needed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like he was, it was a man. For me, I always say to everyone about Toby, don't judge a book by its cover. 100% well said. Because that's, he's that's a good way to put it. one of the greats. He is. He's a legend. So obviously, yeah, so you, you get that. You know, the premiership, you beat uh, Burley in the, yeah, in the state Queensland final. Versus, yeah, state yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and just the two 
Two weeks in a row. And how you've won those two weeks yeah, in a row. Yeah, the chip and chase. The Billy chip and chase. Unbelievable. It was crazy. It was literally like just like copy-paste. Like He's two like weeks a, in a row. He'd already be a Hall of Famer for Newtown. For sure. Jets, I'm he? sure there's a statue down there somewhere. <laughs> Peter Shamarasel or something. <laughs> they love him there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So then obviously 2020 comes around. because. Did you did you have a contract? Nineteen was your no, last year, yeah, wasn't it? Last year, yeah. Because I remember twenty twenty, you were just training on your own, yeah, waiting to get something, and yeah, then yeah. you know weeks went by, and then one day you just pop up to training. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm um, talking with the club at Cronulla in twenty nine. You know, just saying, look, I'd love, obviously love to stay, yep, um, and all that sort of stuff, and then. Yeah, again, sort of fell into that window of am I going to stay here, am I not, what's going to happen, what's going on. And then, yeah, it was just like a little bit of a delayed sort of time there. So I started after Christmas again and rolled in and got an opportunity just for the year with with Cronulla again for 2020. Yeah, because I remember a couple of times driving a train and I'd see you. Running around, what oval was that? Uh, Sylvania. Sylvania. The running track yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just had the headphones in, run away. <laughs> yeah, Mate, yeah. it's a credit to you because – a lot of, you know, obstacles you've had to jump so far in your career, mate, and we still haven't even got to the highlights of your career yet, but, mate, you've worked so hard and you've had so many, you know, opportunities where you could have just said, nah, I've had enough and, you know, you've got a great job in the wharfs. Yeah. And you could have went back there, but, mate, love the work ethic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, dear, as, as like you were at the time and are now, like you just love the game. Yeah. You just, like, you just want to play. You want to play first grade and – you know, obviously, I just on the phone to the manager and the family, and I just yep. thought, well, there's no point in kicking stones and worrying. Just keep training. Like, just train. Like, stay fit, stay yep. strong, stay ready. So if an opportunity comes up, you're rolling in, and if it's just in an interview or whatever it is, they're sitting going, well, he's looking after himself, that's you it. know? So, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to roll in it, knowing that's preseason time, yep. that I've got running under my belt, I'm strong, I'm, you know, doing everything I can. So if it comes up, if the opportunity comes, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's it's a great attitude, mate. It's, an, it's a great mindset. You know, we'll go into a little bit of that later on as well. But that 2020 year was was hard. Remember yeah. the the COVID, COVID period? Yeah, yeah, um, of course. It's, it's having, crazy time, oh, man. Mate. Absolutely, like crazy, crazy time. Hey, having to travel, you know, same day, fly yeah. there, fly back, which you don't normally do in NRL. No, yeah. Um, do you remember that little plane we had for the Canberra game? Yeah, of course. It was yeah, about yeah. a 20 seater. 20 seater. Yeah, we're all just like holding each other hand, getting thrown around in the air. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was crazy. And then you remember that game? That, so that was our semi final against Canberra. Semi final. Yeah, yeah. The big fella played hooker. Yeah, jumped yeah. in at nine there and ran around. Yeah, played yeah. really well too. Oh, thanks, man. And appreciate you were never to know that was going to be your last game for Cronulla. No, nah, I so absolutely no idea. No, so, no. so you've come off contract again. And you've gone back to the wharves? No, nah, I didn't go back to it. Just was just doing construction just, work. Oh, construction work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You were too. Yeah. I remember talking to you. Yeah. yeah. So I just like what, my sister used to um, be a reception at a demolition company yep. before that time, uh, and she just always had the number, and I just yeah gave them a call, yep. and they said, "Yeah, man, like if you want to come do some demolition, like let's do it." Were you doing night work there? Oh, uh, I was as well. Yeah. yeah. So I it was just like all Rina, different. Yeah. It was all over the shop, different sorts of work, and obviously I had Huddy at the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just just thought I'll just work again, same sort of thing. Keep training, just train when you can, just in case something comes. Yep. And then, you know, obviously you need to provide as well. Like, um, and Elle was just at home with Huddy. So, and she was doing hair from home, and I was just trying to do some some sort of work to, yep. you know, pay the bills, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I just chipped away at that. So, you did that till the end of 2020, am I right? And the start of 2020 as well? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 2021? Yeah. 2021, yeah. So, I very, feel like just after Christmas for a week or two. Yeah. You get a phone call that changes it all. Yeah. So, you want to, how does, how does that come by? Oh, man. It was just, I just thought like, oh, you know, talking to Elle, like, 
what if we go over to England? Should we go over there or what, what do you reckon we should do? And, you know, she was open to it and um, Sam was sort of talking to a few clubs and, you know, like God love him, he was just trying everything and anything to kind of yep. keep me in the football world and um, he knew how much, you know, I wanted to play first grade and, you know, just talking about possibly going over there and then then you'd call and be like, oh, actually, they've signed somebody else so they've gone here, there and I was like, you know, just leave it with me. I'm, tr- I'm trying to sort something out and I just remember I was just, yeah, I've, you know, sort of said this before and this is probably well documented but you know got a phone call and I was just I was just like playing with Huddy in the driveway just like another day and just yep. sort of waiting for something and got a phone call on like a Monday morning and they just said uh mate um uh Sam was like can you get to Penrith this afternoon and I was just like oh but like yeah of course like <laughs> of course I can like for sure and yep. you know I think just like with the opportunities that were kind of kept getting falling short like before before yep. that so I was just sort of going out there going if I get to be able to not get an opportunity there or not I just didn't have real any expectations I just wanted to go out there have a chat be completely honest with them and um, obviously um, yeah it's uh, sort of led to them saying let's let's go so who who's in the meeting when yeah, you have so, the chat? Yeah, so um, I walked in the office and um, straight into Cameron Seraldo, the yep. Bulldogs coach now. Um, had a conversation with him and then he walked me through to Ivan and Matty Cameron, the football yep. uh, manager there. So, yeah, we sat down with um, Ivan and Matty Cameron and just had such a, yeah, such a honest conversation. I was just completely honest. I knew, you know, I wasn't a spring chicken, you know, so I had to be honest about that and I was just so clear that if you were going to give me an opportunity, I wasn't, you know, not going to go after it. I'm yep. going to grab this for two hands and that's all I'm asking for. And I think that that also comes down to what you said before, your mindset, keeping fit. Yeah. You didn't rock up looking out of shape. Yeah. You look at you now like you're as fit as anything, but it's credit to you and your work ethic. What was it about Ivan that made you want to, you know, go there? Well, for, like for starters, you could just see like the team and the culture. Yep. Obviously disappointing for them losing it that that year yeah. but just like their camaraderie like their energy their their you know just like you could just tell their connection as a yep. team um it was just so attractive you know you like wanted to be a part of that first and foremost and then I uh, sitting down with Iv I just felt like he's cool demeanor he's just honesty even just like a little sort of laugh lighthearted joke and like that yep. sort of stuff and just the way he was explaining his culture and his team and that sort of stuff and I was just I don't know it's just something about it where I was just like man like I'd run through a wall for this bloke if he gave me opportunity and so he offers you a one-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, so got home that afternoon and got a call from Maddie Cameron saying, "All right, we'll see you on I don't know Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it was. Like, come in and you'll start with us. And you know, congratulations, you're a Panther." And uh, I actually got a little bit emotional, to be honest, because I wasn't, yep. you know, as I said, I wasn't really going in there going, you know, like I'm going to get this or whatever. It was just yep. surreal, man. And then um, yeah, and then I got the opportunity to go and. Start training with Penrith and yeah, it was just crazy. What, like, what crazy. were you thinking the first day? Like, are you nervous? Oh man, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. Felt, again, like just yeah, butterflies, nervous. You know, walking through the hallways and then you know, obviously, like you walk past Nathan, like, but you know, Fisher Harris. I'm like, well, dude, he's a scary dude. And then like, you know, all these all these yep. players, and then they just come off the back of a, a grand final. So you you want to set the bar really high for yourself. Yep. And yeah, it was just it was just unbelievable, man. It was just yeah, so so cool and. Straight into training, it was yeah. Everyone was just so welcoming. And is there anything you remember from that first day, first person you bumped into? Uh, oh, not really. I remember my first day of training, and I was just like going, 
oh my God, like I, now I know why they're successful. Yep. Now I know why they are where they are. You yep. know, the, the, so I was going to ask you that. Yeah, What's the difference yeah. with the clubs you've been oh, at? Mate, to... It's just, just the standard of training, the accountability on each other, yep. the repetition. It was, it was just so many things, mate. And obviously the coaching, uh, the systems they had, like, mate, it took me a good six weeks, 10 weeks, something like that to get, understand their system and how they worked. And mate, I was yeah driving to and from and was just mentally exhausted as much as physically. Like it was such a challenge and mate, it's unbelievable. And then, so you, you start off in the New South Wales Cup competition. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then you finally get the opportunity to... Yeah, so I played the first uh, eight or nine games yep. in New South Wales Cup. Again, Woodsy, just going, how good's this? You know, I'm in an just amazing system. Um, I'm so blessed to be where I am right now, playing first grade again. Yeah, even just training with first grade yep. was awesome. And obviously, they were going so well and they were successful and they were just killing it that 2021 20, year. And then, yeah, playing New South Wales Cup and was just going like, you know, Peter Wallace is the coach, a real yep. cool, calm, collected guy and really enjoyed playing with him. And then, yeah, came around nine, I believe it was, got an opportunity to debut for the club. And then who's that against? Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, yeah, again. Crazy how it all works oh, it's out. Ridiculous. It's insane. Honestly. I'll never forget that night. It was a Friday night, six o'clock game. Yeah. Yeah. Scoreline 48 nil. <laughs> but, mate, yeah. I just remember, you know, I remember watching you that night and I remember you come off the bench. Yeah. I think, I don't, I don't think it was your first carry, but it was the kickoff run you had. And it just, you just flew back into the line. I could just, you could just see the look and just how happy you were over there, mate. Like just being around that group. And yeah. Knowing that you'd made the best decision for yourself. Oh, mate. for sure. It was yeah, it was the best. And you know, as I said, keeping each other accountable. Like you just you wanted to run through a brick wall for the coach. You wanted to run through a brick wall for the team. You yep. know, like all the likes of the the names that I mentioned before, um, with the players that you're on the field with. You know, you want to impress them. You want to do that your job. Like, but even still, like you just had, having Kevin Serato and Andrew Webster and obviously Ivan as well. Just how they were just so calm and just let you know just had me full of confidence and ready to go. So what what makes them give all these players confidence? Because you hear about it a lot of the time, but just because Ivan, like you see him and he's a pretty reserved guy when yeah. he's in the media. Is he like that when he's… Just cool, the, calm, collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel, yeah, I suppose he just says what he needs to say and we're just big on, you know, making sure we're prepared really well and we yep. prepare really well. And then if you're prepared well, then, you you know, you take that on the field and play well. So I think it was just, I just had full of confidence. I mean, like, come on, man, like, look at the players I have around me. Like, I'm so blessed, man. Seriously, it's just, yeah, it's just the best. Honestly, like, the best. A lot of people look at the, like, you know, from outside in, they look at, like, you know, your Tyos, your, your Crichtons, Luai's and Clearings, think these blokes are, you know, arrogant and all this. You hear all the talk. But, they just look like they're really confident, you know, in their ability. To me, someone like Crichton looks like he's one of the most prepared players in the game. Um, what's their work ethic like? It's yeah, Woodsy, well, it's unbelievable. Because you see it week in week out, yeah. you probably become used <clears> to it. But like, is there is does it surprise you how good they are, or if there's more limits that they can break? Oh, I'm sure that 100. percent Like you know, and they're still so young too. Like everyone yeah. forgets. Like hang out, like you just touched on Stephen Crichton. He's 23 years old, man. 20s. You know, and he's just excelled at everything. But just like how how diligent, how relentless they are in their preparation, how relentless they are with their bodies, you know, making sure everything, every stone is, you know, just, yeah, unturned, you know what I mean? Like yep. unturned and are just so well prepared. And, you know, and then again, like you watch them, so it makes me go, yep. like, I want to be at my best. I want to prepare well. I want to be ready to go. But, yeah, like you, you touch on like Nathan as well. Like he just, he's a, yeah, another level, mate. Oh, and I'll ask you a couple of questions about yeah, Nathan sweet, at the end. But, yeah, seriously, mate, it was just, yeah, it's just 
the way why they're so successful, they the way they play is because they're prepared yep. and they're confident and they believe in themselves. And you know, you got to give so much credit to Ivan because you know he sets that and instills that to us. So you play nineteen games that year for for the Panthers. Yep. Nineteen. Um, you get a contract extension. Yes. In July for two yep. years. Yeah. Was there any thought of looking outside or just repaying the faith with Ivan and just staying? Oh, mate, I, I couldn't be happier. It wasn't anything but staying there. Yeah, I had a conversation to go to the Tigers at the time. Yep. Um, obviously, having a, a previous relationship with Madge. Yep. But yeah, you couldn't, you'd have to throw a kitchen sink at everything, but like to get me to move or, but yeah, I just went and sat with Ivan and just, you know, basically said, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay. Like, I absolutely love this culture. I love this yep. club. And couldn't think of going anywhere else. Oh, it's a great decision you make, mate. And you probably only have one hiccup that year. Did you, you hurt your wrist? So, yeah, the 2021 year, yeah. So, we were in the final game of the year. Yep. And I went to make a tackle and got old Lee Martin coming with a shoulder and dislocated my wrist. Oh, so you it's friendly fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, what, you missed one game, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. So, two weeks, but yeah, missed one game. Because you used... So we you, went up to Townsville versus South yep. in the first final and, um, yeah, we lost against South in the first And then you come final. back to play the next one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. So then you obviously win that game, you go into the prelim, you win the prelim. Yeah. And then you in your first grand final. How does that feel? Because obviously, and, and then like the boys lost the, the final the year before. Yeah, yeah. Did they speak about what they need to do different leading to this one? Yeah, uh, mate, like it was just, you know, obviously just making sure it was present as possible, taking it one game at a time. And like even like look at our side there, like everyone talks about it, but so many people like that were busted, like you yeah. know, and, and they just knew that we all we needed was this opportunity to go to the grand final. And I don't know, you'd probably have to ask some of, some of the other boys because I wasn't there in 2020. And um, but you could just feel, you could feel the hunger, you could feel the emotion, you could feel the um, the drive, and how badly they wanted this grand final. And yeah, I was just so fortunate and so lucky to be part of it, mate. It was yeah, surreal. And it was it was a tough game. How how are you feeling the moment Crichton takes that intercept? Oh, mate. Oh, like it was just like, you know, like it's like anyone in the stadium yep. up on their feet just going, what a freak, you know, like it's just the timing. But but again, it's his training, his preparation that allows him to be in those situations and for him to do that, mate, as one of the biggest play and probably a highlight no one will ever forget. Oh, it, was, it was crazy, man. Yeah. Um, Especially coming off Cody Walker, like he had a super, super final series. Oh, that for year. sure. And even that game, he was oh. having a cracking game too, you know? So the full time Hooter goes, you, you win a comp. And one thing, like obviously you celebrate with your mates, but do you feel like, wow, I can't believe I'm here? Like at the start of the for year, sure. you didn't have a contract. Definitely. Like uh, exactly, that's exactly it, Woodsy. It was just, like, I, I cannot believe I'm here. I don't think I took my, my eyes off the ring the whole time. <laughs> um, even though, you know, like we, we partied and enjoyed ourselves. And just like under the circumstances, you know, getting shipped off to Queensland oh. and being there, like we're very fortunate, very lucky to have such an amazing group and the partners and everyone was just incredible. Um, and then staying on the Sunshine Coast, yep. like what an amazing spot we're in. But yeah, just under the circumstances and what, what, the, what the club and the team went through the year before, um, it was just, mate, I was just absolutely yeah, blessed to be in that position and be in those shoes. How was it being around the boys every day? You know, did you enjoy that? Loved it. Yep. Absolutely loved it. And, you know, what, again, what I've just pushed and headed towards was just making sure our families foremost were so comfortable and everyone yep. was just so well connected and just embracing everything, embracing everything about the families coming up and being in the situation we're in and just everything, mate, and all the staff and all the things that you don't see the staff do behind the behind the scenes with families and all the girls and all the parties. It was just, yeah, it was unbelievable. So you just win that one, right? So you had a bit of time. I think we got a bit of extended break because of the COVID year. Yep. Go back to preseason. 
is there a theme for the group? Because going back to back is so hard, you know, and, you know, you, you've obviously lost the grand final the year before you got there. You win that one. So you've been in two grand finals in a row. How was that preseason? It was just like a, like any other preseason, mate. Yep. It was, the group was just hungry as ever. The group was, you know, wasn't satisfied. Again, keeping everyone so accountable. You know, obviously like, uh, like we enjoyed our time off and all that sort of stuff, but it was seriously just hit the ground running, Woodsy. It was 100 miles an hour and yeah, just, just, just the best, mate. Like I just can't see like right now, anyone that wasn't hungry, anyone that wasn't ready to go, anyone that wasn't striving for the same goal. And, you know, there was chat about back-to-back and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, mate, we just wanted to win the premiership like anyone else. I think you got to remember too in the preseason, I think kick our signs with the Bulldogs. Yeah. Chorus our signs with Tigers. It, it was just how Ivan got the boys, you know, because a lot of time when players do tend to sign a year in advance, they sort of fall away a little bit. They lose that motivation. But what he did to bring the boys together – yeah, Mate, it's it's unbelievable. hundred percent. And you know, like people have touched on how much credit he deserves, and he seriously does what he's yep. unbelievable. And you know, as you said, just get everybody up again and get everyone striving and all that sort of stuff. But I suppose he just, you know, like he just, we would everyone was just trying to be as present as possible. Yep. You know, like obviously the conversation of back to back and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, back to backs, what like eight nine months away. Yeah, you know, so it was just about being where we were right then and that was in the preseason and getting getting our work done. And then, so no, did you notice a big difference in the games that year where being the premiers, that you're the you're the top of Everest. Everyone wants to knock you off. Yeah. Did you notice that every team was coming for you? Yeah, of course, mate. Like we knew everyone was coming and, and we knew that, you know, yep. like we knew everyone was coming after us. But then again, it just puts back to how we prepare, uh, making sure we're ready, making sure we know how we want to play, yep. making sure, you know, we're ready to go because, you know, it's just a belief in the group that, you know, if we're playing at our best and we're prepared, then um, anyone can bring their best as well. And then so you just got, I remember you, you just had a, quite a, a fair buffer at the end of the year. So you had a couple of, you know, points in, in advance from team coming second. You got to rest all your players last round. You know, going into that first semi, I think it was against Parramatta, Yes, correct. Did you guys feel that you needed that week off and feel so refreshed for that game one in the in the first semi? Because, mate, watching that game, you were absolutely on fire. Yeah, I, I, for me personally, I was pretty like I actually, actually had a torn calf and then um, I had the time off as well. But you'd probably have to ask how the Origin boys were feeling. Yeah. Um, they come off a massive series and then um, leading into it again. Um, yeah, I guess we were just, yeah, everyone was just fresh, ready to go. We obviously love playing Parramatta. Yeah. And that's such a big challenge for us and we love it. Battle of the West. And, and again, playing at Penrith at home in front of our faithful was even better. So everybody was up and ready to go. And then so you get the week off, right? And a lot of people are going, I don't know if, you know, it's good for Penrith. They've had a couple of weeks off now. The rest of their players last round. Then you go into the prelim against South. You probably didn't start off the best, but then the way you just come home, geez, I've never seen South get put away like they did. Yeah, yeah, mate. And then again, like it was just, yeah, how we started and, and then obviously swung the momentum and got got to bring it home and, and win that game. And yeah, it was such a, such a, such an amazing team win and everyone just doing their job and sticking to our system and just being patient and yeah, lucky enough to come away with the win. And it was such a, a great feeling after the game too. Like everyone was really happy obviously with the win, but there was obviously a look in the eye just going like, you know, we're not done yet. One more to go. Yeah, that's it. And it's against Parramatta. Against Parramatta. So you just don't need any more, any more motivation. Mm. You know, you, you're looking for back-to-back. Yeah. You come up against your arch rivals. Mm. I reckon that first 20, 25 minutes performance is one of the best performances I've ever seen from a from a – from two front rows. Oh, mate, weren't they? They were unbelievable. Did you know, did you have a feeling that was coming from those two blokes? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I th- 
you always know they're going to play. They're like they, yeah. they love those challenges. The bigger the stage, the better they go. Honestly, those two, the Bash brothers. But yeah. um, that's Fisher Harris and Leo. Yeah, of yep. course. Yeah, Big Moss and and Fish, mate. They they were outstanding. Absolute monsters. Set the platform straight away and went out a hundred a hundred miles an hour. You got to um, obviously credit Mitch Kenny there as well, who was in the middle, and he that's just right. come come yeah. shooting out of a rocket and ripping into them and then obviously he come off for Appy to come on yep. and um, incredible again another incredible um, team performance and Dylan Edwards like he was just on fire that game and uh, mate he had such yeah unbelievable unbelievable D. he's a freak mate yeah. and there's a little moment in that game I remember as well someone jumps on a, on a grubber <laughs> You know, gets a Could try. Could have been an easier try, honestly. But, but um, you got to put yourself in the picture. Yeah, mate. And no, you know another thing, like, like no one talks about, like Nat gets the ball there and runs across and he puts it on his left foot. Like he kicks with his right foot, just puts it on his left foot, like grand final, like no worries. There you go, sorrow. Like go and, go and score a try. And, mate, I was just, yeah, very, very fortunate, very lucky to be at the right place at the right time. And how is that feeling? Like you scored a try at, at Acor Stadium in front of 80,000. Yeah. Like things you dream of, Woodsy. Honestly, oh. it was just yeah crazy, and again carried on like I always do when I score a try. I just I just enjoy them and I love them, and don't get them too often. So I just thought I'm going to enjoy this one. Oh, I think you did, mate. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. so you, I remember you just go and you just win the game. You win the game comfortably. That was one of the most convincing grand finals and a great display of a team, especially going back to back. What was it like after? I remember I come down to Cello and oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to. Pestia, but no, mate, right. get with the boys. Yeah. But I just remember seeing the look of joy, not just your face, but everyone in the squad. Like yeah. it was just like, you know, we had a we had a goal which we set to achieve and you've just done it and you did it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh mate, like, yeah, it's just again, Ivan, the coaches, like you can't I just I know I've said it a few times, but it's just the the way they had us prepared, the way they they had us striving for, you know, back to back and all that sort of stuff. It was just, yeah, unbelievable, mate, and enjoying the celebrations again. You have, you know, Kikau leaving and Appy and, and, and the likes leaving. So, you know, we want to make it special for them as well and going out on a really on a real high note, beg your pardon. And, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, the best, mate, unbelievable. It was well-deserved. And then after that grand final, you make selection in the New Zealand squad. Yeah, yeah, mate, I just, you know, like sort of like there was talk about it and my manager and like, you know, my dad and my brother going, you know, what would you think of New Zealand court? And I, and to be real, I, like I just didn't think I was going to get picked. I didn't, yep. like I was just like, mate, like if, if that happens, that's that's amazing. But I was just thinking, you know, grand final, obviously, just that was my full um, concentration. And yeah, I got a phone call saying that, yeah, you've been selected for the Kiwis for, for the World Cup, mate. And that was just like, yeah, that was crazy. Who's the first person you rang? My dad. Yeah. My dad straight away. Yeah. Like obviously calling Elle and letting Elle yep. know that I was about to go away for eight weeks. Um, <laughs> oh, she awesome. was happy about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, call my dad. Like obviously, you know, like him and being from New Zealand and, you know, his, his side of the family and my grandmother and my aunties and uncles and and everyone like that. Like it was just, yeah. Was, he, I just remember him coming to my place and he parked in the driveway and he, he just broke downwards. He was just like, in, he was just overjoyed and um, couldn't put a sentence together and you know because obviously growing up we'd just have conversations of you know Dane and Kurt representing the yep. Kiwis and my granddad and 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 the like so you know and just like uh, what do you call like scrapbooks and articles yep. and all this stuff of, of them playing for the Kiwis and now for you know my dad his son to represent the Kiwis it was yeah it was a very special moment for the family. And mate you got to remember two years ago you were doing demo night shifts like, mate, you've come such a long way. You've got to really – you must have to sit down and think about, like, how far you've come in, you know, that short period. Of time. Not short period, but you've, you've worked hard. You've had a couple of setbacks. 
And to see where you are now, you've won two competitions. You've just made selection in the New Zealand squad. Jeez, your old man would have been proud. Oh, very much so, mate. Everyone was very proud. Obviously, like in my family, my siblings, and obviously Elle as well, and everyone, mate. But like, I've been very, very fortunate that I've had so many people in my corner along the yep. way. You know, I've had like, obviously, like, you know, like the Angela Vells and the Clinton yep. or the likes have, have kept me training and just, you know, people away from football as well. That, um, And then you, the likes of yourself and um, with all with all the Cronulla sort of stuff mm-hmm. and, and mum and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was just, I've been very, very fortunate. I've been blessed with a lot of good people um, in my corner that have helped me along the way. Yep. And obviously being uh, given an opportunity at Penrith was just unbelievable. And then, you know, I can't, yeah, obviously I'm my number one fan, mate. She's just been That's every it. single step of the way. So um, I've been very blessed and very fortunate to, um, yeah, have a lot of people help me along the way. And then so you get your debut against Jamaica. Jamaica, yeah. How was that yeah. putting on the, the... Oh, it was unbelievable, Woodsy. Like, um, and getting my jersey presented to me with, you know, because obviously we're in England, so we had the Zoom calls in from yeah. the family. Oh, and, no way. Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Arnie's and, and my, obviously Marius and, my, and Elle and the kids and all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it just hit me all at once, you yep. know, for the people that were in the room and and, and saw it just was just overwhelming because, you know, as you just touched on saying it then, like, you know, my sort of journey and that sort of stuff and be standing there with a... With a Kiwi jumper and ah uh, yeah it was so so special mate and to represent for the most Sorensen side of the family yep. um was yeah just surreal mate and to be given that opportunity it's, it's something I cherished for a very long time. That's unbelievable mate. I'm sure there's many more to come for yourself. In comes 2023 preseason. You've had back to back premiers and all the talk of the three peat. This is something that hasn't been done since the Parramatta side of the 70s yeah. or, or the 80s. I can't remember which one it was. But was there much emphasis on that in your preseason or <clears throat> typical Ivan just get you around and just say it's another year? So when we finished the World Cup, yep. uh, so it was like a chat obviously about the World Club Challenge. You know, we had to come back, uh, would have been maybe a week or two earlier and it was basically we were given the option, did you want to come back and play or did you enjoy your break? And obviously everyone jumped at the opportunity. You want to be part of those games yep. and those occasions. So really it was just, wasn't even really talking about the three-peat. It was more just straight in and let's go win the World Club Challenge. How was that? It was obviously... Was it Dylan Edwards that didn't play the club challenge? Dylan Edwards, myself, and uh, Liam Martin. Missed it, it didn't you? All yeah, of... all injured, yeah. yeah. So how was that? Obviously, you didn't get the result. No. Was it a bit flat for the group because you've had so much success in recent years? Uh, yeah. I don't know about flat for the group. Probably, yeah, obviously very disappointing, <clears throat> you know, as a club and, you know, just touched on winning yep. the grand final and that sort of stuff. And, you know, that's a, something we really respected and really wanted to go after the World Club Challenge and, and win that and lift that trophy and, Fortunately, it wasn't to be, but I don't know. It might have been a little blessing in disguise, yep. possibly. That okay, like let's we've got to get back to working hard. Maybe it's a little reality check. I don't know, but um, I felt that at the time you could just feel everyone go like, let's get back to working hard. Did you feel this preseason was a lot different because obviously you're coming off a World Cup, you've won back-to-back comps. I know we keep talking about back-to-back, but this is the first time you've had to have international games at the end of the year, and your squad was just made up of Australia, New Zealand, and Samoan side. Like, you had that many players in there. I remember watching it. Did you feel like the boys were a little bit underdone? Because you had to come back to preseason a little bit early. You didn't feel as refreshing <laughs> as you have previously? Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm sure that probably, yeah, took account. But then, again, it's Ivan takes that into account, yep. you know? And obviously having individual conversations, team conversations, team meetings, individual meetings. Obviously, an amazing staff there with um, Shane Elford and um, Tommy Lovell and, yep. and, and the likes that – 
take everything into account, every single little thing, every single kilometer, every single, you know, lift, whatever it is. So they wanted to give us the opportunity that we were ready to go. So we weren't underdone, we weren't yep. overdone. They knew if you're fit and you're ready to go. Cause I remember I tore my calf and I was pushing for the World Club yep. Challenge and they were basically like, no, we're not sending anyone in there that's underdone. So yep. they fully respected those situations and, you know, I felt like it was very beneficial for everyone. It might have sucked at the time that you couldn't play. Oh, it, massively. Then. Like watching that game, like it, yeah, <laughs> it hurt very much so. So, yeah, and it wasn't to be, mate. So, um, yeah, it was just getting ready for round one. And then so obviously you, you don't get the result in round one. Um, a lot of people are starting to question mark Penrith already because can they back it up? They've lost two games in a row. They've had no Dylan Edwards who's, mate, yeah. who's honestly been – I know Cleary's an absolute, like, goat in waiting – but geez, Dylan Edwards is not far behind. Yeah. Um, oh, very much so. I could talk about him for hours as oh, well. He's, like he's just unbelievable. He's been unbelievable. I just him. love watching him play. I hate playing against him, but yeah. just love watching him play. Yeah. You get to origin period. Nathan's flying again. Comes back after game one. Obviously, disappointing loss. Mm. Tears his hamstring for mm. you guys. Do you think that was a blessing that for Nathan? Because he was copping a lot of flack after that game one. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, they can't do it at origin level. In, in your opinion, do you reckon it was a good time for Nathan just to get away and refresh? Yeah, possibly, mate. You know, I, th- I feel like so much of it's just so unwarranted, honestly. Oh, but it's, yeah. it's you know, I say it's, it's not- tall poppy syndrome <coughs> in Australia, me. mate. Yeah, I just yeah, it just it frustrates the hell out of me. But you know, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, mate, maybe it was, and you know, we spoke about preparation, we spoke about diligence. He the way he handles those situations and the way he handles. His re- rehab, the way he handles um, his time learning and trying to improve his game when he's yeah. not even on the field. And, you know, so I suppose sitting in the coach's box, I'm sure that's him getting to look at the game a different way yeah. and the conversations that are happening while the game's going, all that sort of stuff, mate. So, yeah, may- maybe it does. Uh, maybe it does um, spark him and set him to another level and, and another way that he wants to come in. And in a way as well, it, it gives another somebody else an opportunity and that was Jack Cogger. And, um, mate, he was unbelievable for, for us. I feel like, yeah, he deserves a lot of credit as well. Yeah, he was outstanding. He's yeah. a good feeling man, especially when you lose Sean O'Sullivan from as the well. year before. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you lose Cleary. How's the feel around the group? You know, the, there's a bit of, you know, New South Wales, you've got a lot of New South Wales players. They lose the series. They come back from Origin Camp, back into the Penrith squad. How are they handling? Does Ivan give them time off and does he refreshen them up? Yeah, mate. It was um, <clears throat> it was a time where, yeah, like when we went away versus the Cowboys, we versus the Cowboys up there and, uh, we, you know, we are playing, we played well and all the Origin boys were rested, but we, yeah, unfortunately um, didn't have a great second half and it was just, yeah, it was just kind of like a, all right, let's get back to what, you know, what, what works for us. What do we need to work on? What do we, what do we need to do? And to have all those boys come back after the origin period and, you know, you feel for them and, you know, you don't know how they're feeling and what they're going through and all that sort of stuff. But as I touched on watching from the outside and their culture and the camaraderie and everything, I felt like it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, the family's back, the band's back together and uh, after that origin period and, you know, they, they all handle it so well um, and and just so team first and just want to put a Panthers jersey on again and play and it's just like, let's get back to what we do well. Yeah. And you speak about the team first mentality, right? So he's going to last round. He's a, I think he's a two points behind the Broncos. Yeah. So they've got the opportunity to get the minor premiership. But then Ivan decides to rest the majority of your squad. 
doesn't care if he's getting the modern premiership or not. How were the players with, with him getting with him resting him more? Yeah, man. Yeah, it wasn't like a we don't care kind of thing. Like, it wasn't like that. It was like, obviously, no, yeah, we respect that We know very what much. you're caring about. Yeah, 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 <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, it's not like we didn't respect it. Like, winning the minor premiership's always, you know, such a such a credit to the club. You know, finishing first, like, you know, in such an amazing season. Yep. Yeah, it was just it was just like, yeah, let's look at the bigger picture here, I suppose. Yeah, so it was just the way it was. Um, we actually had quite, quite a lot lot of the boys still playing um, and then Nathan had returned as well and it, you know it gives other boys an opportunity and debut and more yep. experience and that sort of stuff so yeah it's kind of like let's do what we do and then you get the minor premiership because Brisbane yeah. they end up losing the, to Melbourne Storm in the last round yeah then you guys come up you know you have a great semi-final win the first one and you get the week off again how's how's the feeling around the group then yeah it's um you know and then that's when all the you know three peak chat starts yep. from the outside and you got to talk about our captains in as as AEO and obviously Nathan so you know just about worrying about us what yep. like okay what do we need to do now we've got the week off let's get some training in the bank let's get uh you know little things that we need to work on little things that we need a connection whatever it is it le- allows you to you know to do those sorts yep. of things and be ready for what's ahead and you just play against the storm in the in the prelim storm yeah yeah and there was all the talk about, you know, they, they copped a lot of flack through their middle. Their middle wasn't as good as what it has been. You know, Solomon is going to come out and, you know, fight fire with fire. Jeez, your big man stood up again. Unbelievable, hey. <laughs> like, our middles were just, yeah, exceptional. They were, they were fantastic, mate. And uh, to be honest with you, mate, I'd never been so nervous before a game. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. I just... Coming up against a storm, I just I always love versing the storm, and I don't know, I've just been never been so nervous. Like I just yeah. it's just like I don't know if it's because you know just because I suppose it's trying to get into the grand yep. final. It could have been like yeah, a few things, maybe Elle talking about the wedding. I don't know, you know, all that, the all wedding. these sorts of things, you know. So yeah, but I was just real nervous, mate, and you know just. Had a had a you know our team just had a conversation about you know being present and and making sure that we go out there and perform the way we want to perform and play the way we want to play and just worry about us and um, the rest will take care of itself. So I felt like we just sort of fell into that mindset and um, went after him. So by by saying worrying about ourselves, did you have any attention on Salomona when he said he's going to come out and try to take your middle on? Not really, mate. Like you know, you know what he's like. He's yeah. a big, powerful, huge, strong, big bugger. Um, <laughs> he's the biggest bugger I've ever played. Oh, it's unbelievable. He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> so, mate. But then to us, it's just, it's just, that's a challenge. It's yep. the motivation. That's what you want. You want people saying they want to come out and take you on, and you know that's that's exciting. That's why you play the game. That's why we want to win. So yeah, it just had us ready to go. Well, for me, I just think it's. It was a silly move by him because it, you don't want to poke the bear and I think he poked two bears yeah. in your starting front row. And, geez, they were enormous again. Yeah. You just win that game. I was at that game. We commentated that one at Triple M. Watching you guys, you celebrated, but you did look like you, the job wasn't done yet. Yeah, yeah. There was another one that, you know, three-peat. Obviously, the whole year, was there talk of the three-peat? Like, was there an end goal of something you wanted to achieve <clears> as a group, be the best team that's ever played the NRL? Now you're you're one step away. Yeah, mate. It's you know it's that's exactly you know you want to be the greatest team ever yep. for sure. Like 
you know, there was a little bit of talk about that. And then obviously the three-peat, like that, that's unbelievable. That's awesome. But Woodsy, like the whole season, we're like, we're no different to any other team. Um, we want to go after the grand final. We want to win a premiership. You know, everyone says, oh, can you do it? Are you hungry enough? Where's the motivation? Our motivation is to win the comp. That's what and everybody wants to do who plays a game. Um, and we're absolutely no different. And then obviously there was a talk about the red-hot Brisbane Broncos and, you know, how well they're playing and all the stars they have in their team. And, you know, we just knew we had another challenge ahead, touched on before for the 2022 it was like that feeling you know everyone embraced it and, and enjoyed that win and really happy with how we played but it was that look in the eye go, yep. right, we're, we're going again next week I, I remember I got to come interview both sides at the fan fest day and I walked away from that saying this is going to be like personally thought it was going to be a great grand final because both sides didn't seem nervous and I got to interview yourself a couple of Penrith players Liam Martin Brian Toto just sound like it was a normal game then I got to interview Adam Reynolds Kevy. Uh, Kurt Capel, and they just, it felt very similar to when I was interviewing you guys. And I just thought, I think this is going to be a really, you know, really close game. Like, I just thought that both teams aren't nervous. They both you know, know that they're the one and two side of the competition. And then the grand final. Wait, what about that start? Was it one of the quickest games you played? Because personally watching it, it was making me tired watching it, yeah. watching you guys. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Unbelievable. Like, first of all, how you touched on, like, how we're feeling when you came and interviewed us and that sort of stuff. So, that might have been, like, the Wednesday, Yeah, I it was think. a Wednesday, yeah. So, in a way, it was still pretty early. So, yep. I suppose everyone was just, you know, being present and embracing the week. you got to embrace the week and enjoy the week. So, yep. um, I think everyone was pretty, still pretty relaxed at that stage. I'm sort of just ter- talking from myself. But, yeah, I feel like everyone was still a little bit relaxed and, you know, just knew that just enjoy it and have a little bit of fun with it. And then, yeah, the, as you touched on with the game, it was just, like just a hundred miles an hour yep. back to back. Yeah, it was just crazy. You know, you get that bit of cotton mouth, dry mouth, and you just, just, oh, it's just so quick, mate. It was, yeah. And then the start of that game, you just couldn't ask for a better start. <laughs> so you're up. I think it was eight nil. Uh, yeah, I think eight it was. Nil. Yeah. And then that try to Tommy Flegler right on half time. Yeah. Did you just feel like, geez, going in half time, we should be up by a bit more? No, I don't know. I just felt like we we're kind of like, oh, we, you know, we could have stopped that try. We yep. should have stopped that try, uh, especially before half time. But um, at the end of the day, mate, it's a grand final. Yep. Um, you know, so um, that first half was done. It was getting into the sheds. It's regroup. Let's, you know, press restart, I guess, in a way. And um, let's get ready for the next 40. And then obviously, everyone knows what happens straight up half time. <laughs> yeah, the onslaught yeah, crazy, comes. mate. Crazy. So I think it was 24 8. 24 8. 24 8. Yep. You're behind. So 22 8 kit to come. You're behind the, the post. Who does all the talking when you's a everything's going against you at the moment? You just you've lost Yo, you've lost Luai. I was actually off at the stage as well. Oh, you were yeah, off as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Wow. But um, like even before those, but before we got to that stage, I think it might have been eighteen eight, possibly yep. twenty eight, yep. something like that. And you know, I, I suppose I, honestly, I can't even remember what was said behind the line. But yep. um, you know, obviously you have your leaders in Yoey and Nat. But you know, it might be where Dill discusses because he's from a different point of view from yep. behind there. So he might say a few things, what he thinks, and you know, Amado or even myself, or like or Mitch Kenny, just kind of you know say what we think, or you know. So it was just it was. Literally Literally, let's get, let's get back to our style of footy. Let's, you know, let's get back to playing footy and doing our jobs. Did you? Because the, the next 17 minutes of Nathan Cleary's game in that was, it's one of the best games I've ever seen anyone play. Did you see the look in his eyes? When he, it looked like Luai comes off. He just wants to own the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then obviously Jack Cogger going on as well, and, you and know. I personally, I think that was a masterstroke. <clears throat> like you could tell Luai was a little bit busted. And when Cogger comes on, he just straightens you blokes up. And then the balls he was just giving to Cleary, 
Cleary just had so much time. Yeah. What about the feeling kicks the the 40-20, oh, three? Mate, crazy. You know, like no one's said about the look in your eye, like it's happening so fast, but like, you know, you, you can watch back now and watch the replays and, and you can see there's just a fire in his eye. He's just, yep. you know, look in his eye where he's just going after it and owning it. You know, I went up the tunnel, I think it might have been yeah, twenty four eight or whatever it was, and then I come out of the tunnel and it's twenty twenty four, you know, and I'm just going well, like, you know, where did that? What happened there? And obviously watching it afterwards, and going, oh, so that's what happened, Nathan Cleary. But yeah, it was just, and even Stephen Crichton, I, I thought say, he was yeah. sensational, you know. And obviously our back three were just unbelievable. Yeah, and then what ha- happened happened, and I just thought, you know, the way he pre- performed and you know hurt his knee during the game and all that sort of stuff just took it in his stride and um, just owned the team, and he was sensational. Well, firstly, Crichton, I thought. Mate, some of his touches in that comeback were just, just they had to be pinpoint. Yeah, and some of the grubbers repeat. Oh, I was about to say not just his hands, like kicking as yeah. well and everything. Scoring, and scoring that the trial, trial like, Tony Stags, exactly. Great mate, defender. It was, it was just yeah, he's such a such a credit to him, mate. And his hundredth NRL game as yes. well. Not a bad one to <laughs> four grand finals in hundred. <laughs> Crazy, not bad. Yeah, Cleary gets the ball on the left edge, looks to go to you. Oh, I played the ball. Oh, you played the ball. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, looks to go left, steps back under. When he gets through, like. I remember watching you on the replay. Your head's just like, <laughs> what is going through there at the moment? Uh, it's insane. I remember, yeah. So I just remember playing the ball, and I was just like, just get out of the way, you know. And then, the well, lo- you know what? Can I say, you did the right job. If you had stayed there, they could have used that as a blocker. Yeah, yeah. And then they could have just fell down. But by you coming back, it gave them no option to forfeit a milk a penalty. Yeah. Regardless of that, it was just yeah, crazy. Just. And Nathan just looked up, took the ball on. I think we might have had an um, underlap, I don't know, but he's just gone, give it to me, you know, and that's what big players on the big stage, that's yep. what they do. And obviously coming back on his left and saw some space and ran through, I'm just like, this is unbelievable. How good is this? Like, it was like three minutes left. Freak, the yeah, yeah, <sighs> absolute freak. And, you know, for, fortunate enough that it was under the post, yep. you know, we're not diving into a corner. And as the master class does, is he just puts it through the post and it's 20, 26, 24. The bell rings. <sighs> crazy, crazy feeling, Woodsy. Honestly, there's nothing like the bell ringing after a grand final and the rush and the emotion and getting around everybody and everyone just running in going like, that is why you train your backsides off in November, yeah. December. Th- that is why you train your backside off every single day, keeping each other accountable. And yeah, you just, th- this is why you turn up for your mates. So, like I said, that's this is the reason why you turn up for your mates. How was this one any different to the other two? Oh, obviously, like with yep. the circumstances we're in and the scoreline and all that sort of stuff, and obviously the three peat and all the you know the chat around that grand winning grand finals is just the most amazing feeling. Ever. It's incredible, and but just to have it the way we did and the way we won, um, yeah, his oh, mate and Nathan, and it's just. Yeah, such an incredible feeling, mate. It still sort of feels surreal. Like, I'm still pitching myself. It's crazy. There's a lot of talk. Undisputed champs. You've had your wrestling belts out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Was, was that like something that you used as a theme for it or? Yeah, yeah. Just like the back end in there. Just, you know, a little bit of a theme around, you know, going forward. And, you know, Ivan brought that in and we just thought, you know, like it, it wasn't it wasn't like anything, you know, completely, you know, nah. like just a bit yeah, of hard to find. Just yeah. to keep the... Keep the, like, I guess, it like, you know, a little bit of... A yeah. bit of balance. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Between, like, all being, all being so, like, all serious and preparing, but also having a little bit of lighthearted fun and enjoy it as a group as well, you yeah. know? So you want to have fun just as much as you, you know, when you're playing. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool touch. And so you've won three comps, right? What's the difference with all three? Is there anything you can put pinpoint, you know? Obviously, you won one in the COVID year. 
you know, the second one was convincingly. What about the third? Like, is there any any difference with all three of them, or you just love them all the same as mountain? Oh, much? mate, you got yeah, you just love them as as much as each other. Like, yeah, it just you you can't not like. It's just every single one obviously had a different story and um, had a different opposition, obviously. Um, so it's just, they're just as special, mate. And, and just all the hard work that you put in and um, the outside noise of, you know, winning one and then, you know, the back-to-back and then the three-peat and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it might be something that I, I sort of think about more later on in my career or retire and all that sort of stuff, but I, I just absolutely cherish every single one, mate. And talk to us no, obviously we spoke about the grand final. Talk to us about Nathan Cleary as the player in person. Like a lot of us only really see him for the 80 minutes at the end of each week. What's he like week in, week out? You know, how diligent is he about his game? You know, we hear all these stories. Does he run the video sessions or like he's a coach on the field at the same time as a player? Like just talk, tell the people out there what he's like. How long have you got, Woodsy? Oh, mate. Honestly. As long as you want. Uh, mate, <clears throat> obviously as a person, you know, like the way he – make sure every single box is ticked. Yep. He'll make sure every single box is ticked again, you know, making sure that he has every, all his notes ready to go. He's kicking games ready to go. You know, like we'll finish the session. He'll still be out in the field for another hour easily. You know, like we'll finish our tra- training session. We'll do our extras. We'll come in. We'll do our recovery, ice baths, et cetera, shower. We'll go get our massage. We might do a little bit of video and we'll come out and he's still just kicking, you know, like he's just so diligent and cares so much. And that's why we absolutely love him and 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 know that like the, the way he plays because of how much work he puts yep. in like he makes sure every box is ticked over and over again and you know just so diligent such a leader and growing so much as a captain as well and all the you know the pressure of being in New South Wales halfback then Australian halfback and then obviously leading us as well um man he's he's just exceptional you know you talk away from him away and obviously wants to help everybody, wants yep. everyone to improve, you know, like Nathan, I need to work on this. Yep, sweet, let's go. You know, such a team man and, you know, as a person away from the game as well, like just so genuine, so much yep. time for everybody. The amount of boots he's, you know, giving away to little kids or whatever it is, he's just got time for everyone, mate. He just sacrifices so much as a person and for our team and just such a wonderful leader and I, I don't know how Ivan's feeling for him to be your son, you know. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd just be so proud and it comes from such a beautiful family and Ivan and Beck and and his siblings, um, just such a yeah, an amazing person and so genuine, um, so down to earth with everything that happens around yep. him and mate, everything that comes his way is so well deserved. He deserves everything, mate. He's such a such a champion. Oh mate, you just see how highly you speak of him. You know, mm. it's just it's remarkable and the the flack that he cops for being so good. It's frustrating, mate. It's like I said to you before, it's the tall poppy syndrome of us Australians. Everyone wants to bring him down, but Mate, I think he'll be at the top of Everest for quite a long period of time. Uh, I don't see him going too too slow too soon. He's, he's on fire. Yeah. You know, you've got a lot of different characters in your sheds. How is it in there? You know, the boombox is blaring everywhere you just go. Yeah, yeah. I see when he's run out of training, different people lead out who goes out and he's all jumping around. It's like you're getting ready to play a game. Like, yeah. is, is it – does it just rub off on everyone just that – you know, because you see blokes like Crichton Toe, they jump around, Luai, then you see Taruva coming this year. Like, yeah, yeah. They're all just feeding off each other. Yeah, it's awesome, mate. Like, it's 
it's and you know like I'm 30 now Woodsy and I still feel like I'm 22 <laughs> being around those guys it's just the best energy they bring in and yep. <clears throat> yeah just bring like life and you know a bit of lot harder fun and a joke and a, it's just, yeah, it's such an amazing bunch and such an incredible group to be a part of um, absolutely you know love it and you know you got like obviously Liam Martin and it's just an absolute team pest and into everyone and yeah, talk you know, just about just 100 him. miles an hour you don't really hear like, much about Liam but I've heard yeah, a lot of stories yeah yeah mate he's just into everybody and anyone and you know just like stupid funny things like you know you go put your boots on you got chewing gum all through your boot and like oh. you say oh, try, try, Marto, or you just get there in the morning I've just driven uh, driven from Cronulla I put my bags down and he just jumps on you and starts wrestling you know like why like you know it's just the way he is you know he just can't help himself and he's into everyone and a pest and but like it's character you know yeah. like you love him having them in your team and yeah, just everyone gets along so well and we've just got such a yeah, pretty cool and unique group. And it's just all so organic, you know, like people talk about, are you arrogant, are you this, you that? And, you know, sorry we believe in ourselves and we work hard, you know. That's so it, yeah. yeah, it's it's it, yeah, such a, a s incredible group to be a part of and I absolutely love going to work every well, day. Mate, I just think you're confident and you're winners. <laughs> yeah, you you're always win and people, you know, you get frustrated that you're always up the top. Yeah. And yeah. they always want to bring you down here, mate. Mm. You know how it is. <laughs> You've had some highs at Penrith, right? How is that experience with the kids, with with, with Hardy and Reef, mate? I've been yes, and Anel, obviously. Been, oh, mate, I've been yes, yeah, so so lucky. It's been because you know one thing before <laughs> we used to always talk about it when we we're at Sharks, like yeah. how good it would be to just take the kids on and do a lap of honour, and mm. mate, you've done it three times. Yeah, Oh, it's like just like the first time, obviously, to do it with Hudson, and I wrote it down as a goal. Like, and I used to say to Elle all the time, I just I'd love to win a comp and walk around the field with Huddy. Like, yep. you see all the people like do it. Like, you see, like obviously, like. Uh, just one off the top, like JT, how he sits there and he's got his little girl and all that sort of stuff, you know. And you're like, that would just be so special. That'd be that'd be unreal. And you know, as I just said, I just said, Elle, I just love to walk around the field with Huddy, and I was so so fortunate, absolutely loved it in 21, and and then again, and then I have a little reef, my little girl for 22, and then she's there for 22. I'm just going like, this is just a dream. Like yeah. I'm so, this is just so special, and to get all those photos and all those memories and. Um, to have Elle there with me who was there for my debut and now they're here when, when everything's going, you know, well and she's there when things aren't going well and, um, and I'm, yeah, just so fortunate. And then um, to do it again this year, like it's, yeah, as I said, I, I, everyone says how does it feel and I don't really have the words for it, yeah. mate. It's unbelievable and I'm just so grateful and so fortunate to to be in the team I'm in and, and to be walking down the field with my kids. It's just dreams, dreams come true and memories would cherish forever. Oh, it's unreal, mate. Yeah. Like, especially when your celebrations, like it, it burns me watching you guys because we play against you. Yeah. But the thing that I love and I get goosebumps, me and my wife share, we watch it, we always look out for you and the kids and it's, it's just the best, mate. Because yeah, really I know is. it's one of your goals. It's a it's a massive moment, especially as a mate, mate. I'm that proud of you. Thanks, big fan. Um, What's ahead in this this off season, mate? You got some plans? Yeah, or? yeah. Getting married, big fella. Yeah, yeah. So like, <clears throat> excuse me. We're, you know, trying to get uh, married. You know, but then obviously COVID, and then we had reef as well, and um, had the kids, so we delayed a little bit, and then we had the World Cup. And yep. So yeah, I thought, think it's time. And God love Elle, she's been waiting patiently. So um, you know, heading in ten years together. So yeah, it's time, and really looking forward to it. Getting married in Bali. So it's a bit of a theme, like three Pete with the grand final. <laughs> this is your third time organising a wedding, mate. <laughs> Crazy. Something about three, maybe. Who knows? Oh, it's maybe three boring. kids. I don't oh, know. You, but never, you never know. You never know. Yes. And then, looking forward to it. And then speaking of three, you've re-signed for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you, That's so you everything, three. everything happens in threes, yeah, mate. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Before yeah. before we talk, was there any other clubs interested? Obviously, 
two-time um, premiership winner at the time yeah. you, before you re-signed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, mate, I, like I just spoke to my manager and just said, I, like, to be honest, I didn't really want to hear about Woodsy. Like, yep. uh, there was obviously talk, but I just said to my manager, you can take care of the talk, yep. whatever. Um, I, I just want to focus on this. I want to be at Penrith, you know, like I want to stay at Penrith. And yeah, I couldn't see myself wearing another club's jersey. You know, obviously, respectively, I, you know, I was speaking with Ellen, we need to put the family first. Yep. I've never been in a position like this before, Woodsy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, being in, in a successful side and, and I suppose the resume, looking how it was, it was, you know, it was it was a situation I'd never been in and, you know, but I, I just couldn't go part. I didn't want to be anywhere else. I wanted to be a Panther yep. and I'm so extremely grateful that the, the club could give me the opportunity to re-sign and, and to do it for three more years, mate. It's, um yeah, an incredible feeling and something that I don't take for granted. Well, mate, it's bloody one that's been well earned <laughs> from your <laughs> career, especially what we've gone through today. And Jeez, I think mate. from a Panther's fans' perspective, they'd love hearing that because if you don't want to put any other jersey on, that just shows you how much you love it out there. Oh, I love it, man. Absolutely love it. And you just touch on the fans as well. Like, we're just so fortunate. Away games, home oh, games, oh, rain, hell, shine. How good is it playing at Pembroke Stadium? Worst. Full house. They're oh, the, oh, please. Mate, they're the just, best, yeah. There's one bloke on the tunnel that just gives it to me every time we <laughs> play against you. Oh, mate. <laughs> well deserved, I reckon. Oh, mate, I had a good record against them early in my career, not, not as of late. <laughs> um, can you do four, Pete? Yes. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. 100%. It's not, not whatever uh, 16 other clubs want to hear, but um, <laughs> mate. Yeah, uh, yeah, you look, you know, I just think, yeah, the, the group we have, the leadership we have, the, the age that they're at, I feel as well, there is no reason why we can't do it. Yep. Uh, I, and I genuinely and honestly believe that we can do that. Well, I think that anyone that writes you off is an absolute idiot <laughs> because if they've wrote you off after the first year, mm. they look silly. They wrote you off after the third year, they're laughable. Yeah. And, mate, I just think you're going to be – a very powerful squad again, and it's going to be hard to beat. I know you're losing Crichton uh, and Spencer Lenier, yeah. but something that you boys do at Penrith is the next person always stands up. Yeah. It's that next man mentality. Yeah. Before we finish off here, mate, we always have this uh, set of six yep. that we do. So we ask you six questions. This is about players that you've in your current squad or players that you've played with. So the first question is teammate you'd want by your side in a fight. Ooh, that's a good question. He's got some big boppers out there that I'd we be scared do. of. Yeah, probably Moses Leota or Fish Ooh. would definitely have to be in there. Um, I wouldn't mind have Dill Del Edwards there. You can really? throw him as well, man. Yeah, like I reckon I'd love to have him really? there. Really? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like he'd just keep going. You know what I mean? I don't like, think he gets tired. No, exactly. That's what I mean. So we're fighting. I just you step in and go for a guy. I can't punch out of a wet paper bag, Mate, to be honest with you. I've seen his stats the other day. He's run for 5,000 plus metres two years in two a row. Two years in a row, I know. Like, people don't understand how hard that is. Yeah. Believe. That's more yeah. than 200 metres a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ, mate. Well, I don't blame you with yeah, him. Hardest good. decision you've made in your career? Oh, look, mate, I've been very fortunate and, and I can't say I've had to make too many hard decisions, but it probably like just after the 2015 season when, like, you know, finished up there with South, yep. it was just kind of like, all right, oh, like that was hard just to sort of walk away and think like, okay, you know, enough's enough kind of thing. Maybe I should just give it away. That was, yep. pro- that was probably hard because all I wanted to do was play first grade and I love the game. But yeah, I, c- I can't say I've had too many hard decisions, mate. I've been very fortunate. Well, I'm glad that uh, you got through that hard decision to come back, <laughs> mate, because you've had quite a career. Yeah, I can't say I've had to make too many, mate. I've been very lucky. And this is going to be hard for you, mate, because there's three that I can think of. Favourite game you've played in? You already know the answer to that, mate. Grand finals. Grand finals. Which is the big dog? Because they're all different. They are. They are. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, t- I reckon, you know what? Probably the 2021 prelim. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, when we versed Storm. When we versed Storm in 2021. There was something about that game that I just absolutely love. Yeah. I- Suncorp. 
Sunday afternoon. And you know what? Yous weren't the favourites. Yeah. That was the year that Melbourne broke all the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, it was just, I don't know. It's just something about the game that I remember that I absolutely loved. And yeah, winning that one, that was that was something special. It was, I remember Nathan Cleary did a mad crossfield kick. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, most influential person in your career? Uh, I've got too many to name, Woodsy, to be honest. I've, yeah. Mm, uh, give us a couple, mate. Tell us what you got. Because uh, there's always, mm, like, it's hard to pinpoint one person. Yeah, like, you know, like obviously, like, I have to say self-help me out with there a lot. I, yeah, I don't know. I can't really say one person. I feel like, like my sister definitely as yep. well. Like she helped me through a lot. Um, L for sure. But I, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people, mate. But like at this stage in the last few years, I felt like probably Ivan, to be honest, mate, he'd, he'd be probably yeah right but, up there and help me out. Oh, Cameron Seraldo as well. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. Andrew Webster. That's what I mean, mate. I just, yeah, I can't really can't really pinpoint one. I've had a lot of people helping me, mate. We didn't get to touch on that before, but Webster and Serato have oh. gone on the coach. Mate, mark what you're doing at Penrith, mate. <laughs> Jesus, it's unbelievable. Oh, I've been very fortunate. Favourite celebration in your career? This one? This one. Yeah, You only stopped sure. just before we, I rang you to come on air, didn't you? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> what, yesterday? <laughs> nah. Oh, stop it, mate. Nah, de- yeah, definitely. Was, yeah, just this one, mate. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, pretty cool. It was, it, I had just had such a good time and I felt like the last few years have kind of like, you know, like we're in Sunshine Coast, we had to pack up and go and then we had the World Cup last year and then this year just had some time to just reflect and enjoy with the boys. So definitely this year. Well, it was deserved and um, if, you know, you people out here listening, you hear that little ring of the bells all the time. <laughs> It's my man Sorrow and his three premiership rings. Have they come off since the game, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, of course, mate. Of course. Um, no, I just, you know, just listen to you tell me to wear them today. So. No, I did tell him to wear because I want to show people for socials. Yeah, and I'm very no, proud of my mate to get a three-time premiership. Very lucky, mate. Yeah, very fortunate. It's, yeah, still surreal, mate. Looking down at the hand, looking at that, it's still pinching myself. It's, yeah, it's something I cherish for the rest of my life. So dreams are made of, brother. Yeah, that's it. And you worked hard for it. Thanks, big fella. All right, last question. Three blokes you'd take on a car trip across the country. Ooh, that's another good one. Oh, mate, I, <clears throat> the last few years, like I've, I've had the carpool crew, go, like obviously I live in Cronulla, so yeah, I, I can't I can't go past going with Jamin Salmon and Matty Eisenhuth. I feel like they would have to be in there. Um, Eisenhuth? Yeah, yeah. I play with the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they would have to be in there. They were, um, yeah. He's like going to, he's like talking to a soggy sailor. <laughs> Is that boring? <laughs> no way, mate. He's, 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 uh, he's good fun. We just, have, I don't know, we just have a good time. And, nah, he's you a know, good man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a champion, mate. I rooted with a... him on a trip away. He's one of yeah, the greats. Right. And you can jump in there too if you really want. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. probably argue with Izo. Yeah, probably. You just can sit in the back. Yeah, so <laughs> I appreciate it, mate. Yeah. Anyway, mate, uh, thank you so much for taking your time out of your schedule, oh, especially organising the wedding. Uh, we're so happy to have you in here and we appreciate it. And, mate, one thing about this interview that we a lot of people will take out is, mate, the resilience you've shown throughout your career. Um, it, it's been remarkable. There's been a couple of times where you could have just said, no, that's it. But you've worked so hard and you've become a three-time premiership winner. You've played for your country, mate. And there's still more to come, I reckon. So, mate, congratulations and thanks for coming to join thanks us. Nah, I appreciate it, mate. Tough. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it, mate.